0: That lets you save the. Okay. True form, life. There is an intuition, an, an insight, an intrinsic um, wisdom inside of all of us that is soft and quiet, so we're not listening to it when we're running around in our chaos.
1: Welcome to Exploring
0: Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia.
1: Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This
0: is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one
1: show at a time with your host, Drew Taddea. All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. We're super excited to have two brand new guests on the show. So without further really ado, welcome to the show, guys.
0: Hi, thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, good to see you, Duro. Yes, it's our pleasure. All right, excited. We got we got lots to talk about today, but I always like to start off with our guests telling them, telling us and our audience about themselves. So why don't you guys take the floor and let us know who you are and what you do.
0: Okay. I'm Maureen Pelton. I'm a social scientist with 37 years experience. I've been out on the edge bringing mindfulness, meditation, um, biofield science, mystical, shaman, um, all kinds of new uh, levels of consciousness to the corporate world, the medical world. I taught at a university. Um, I'm all about human flourishing and embodiment.
2: I'm Charlie Hartwell. I am Maureen's husband, first of all, and partner in, uh, in business, life, and everything else. Uh, I'm a Harvard Business School uh, graduate who's worked in 14 different industries. I'm more, most comfortable when I'm helping to build uh, new global movements, uh, help you know to co-create those. The one that, I'm, that we're currently working on is uh, in my role as managing director of Bridge Builders Collaborative. Which has been, uh, which are investors in the space of consciousness, spirituality, uh, and mental health. We've been uh, investing in startup companies in that space for ten years. We were pioneering investors, sort of the first professional investors in that space. And uh, you know, we've helped uh, sort of co-create a whole new global industry around uh, around these concepts.
1: Awesome. So, Harvard graduate. That's pretty cool. Is that like? Is it as? Cool and prestigious as they show on TV. How is that? Are they very like professional? Do you have to wear a tie to class?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I never wore a tie to class. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm very glad that I got a Harvard Business School degree. And I did not enjoy my two years there. Um, it was highly competitive. Uh, it, was, it was a very patriar- patriarchal model. Uh, where you learned an o- what I would say is an old school of business, which is sort of a dominance and suppression model. I'm much more about collaboration and teamwork. Uh, the school, I think, has actually changed since, you know, since uh, when I went. Uh, but yeah, I would say those were not my two favorite years of my life.
1: <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I just had this conversation with another entrepreneur, and I've been in business for about 10 years now. Running my own business and i thought like i've never didn't take a business didn't take one business class didn't take accounting class like i didn't know anything about anything when i started and, th- and th- but then i thought if i did go to business school I, w- I would worry that their structure of like this is exactly how you run business would influence me and in, in not not the not 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 the right way but in the right way that or a different way than i'm used to i just i feel like i do really well with like spur of the moment not, I don't always have business plans. I just kind of throw things at the wall and whether whatever sticks, I ru- whatever sticks to the wall I run with. And I feel like if I went to like a proper business school, maybe I wouldn't even be as like, wouldn't feel successful because it wouldn't work for me. What do you think about that?
2: Well, so I, I don't know if it would work for you or not. I think you do learn concepts that can be helpful. So I, I learned information that was useful in my career. I also think that the networking, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in business schools in general is very good for your business. Uh, there's also a credibility that comes along, you know, with, uh, with that degree that I think, you know, that, that I think helps you, but like you were describing, I felt like sort of a fish out of water. Um, not that I, I, I the people, but it, the, the atmosphere was not, you know, was, was not my type of an atmosphere. So I, um, uh, you know, I, I struggled with the atmosphere and if, with the general tenor of, of, of how they were teaching business and this patriarchal model. Yeah, good points.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's probably different for everyone, but probably a great experience regardless. So tell us why you guys are here. What, what is your mission? What What is the message that we're trying to share? And then let's break that down into our regular Q&A is how we do
0: it. Um, we are, are. We have been and we continue to be. Um, hoping to shift paradigms and and raise consciousness and um, encourage, um, a, well, a new level. Of, uh, basically, creating a new world that that dismantles the patriarchy. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: okay, Sam, let's, let's let's hear some details. What does that look like? Like, what is that for those of us that have never heard you? No idea what you're doing. <laughs> tell us what that looks like.
0: So. So we've been living under this patriarchal, hierarchical, paternalistic um, framework for at least 5,000 years, and it's caused a lot of damage. And we would like to shift that into a more collaborative structure where all people are valued and um, it isn't about dominating and suppressing. And how we've been doing that is we work, like I said, I worked in a In many different areas. For example, integrative health is something I've been involved in for many years. How do we shift the medical system from the saviorism model of the doctor being the expert and us giving away our power and taking those pills or getting that surgery to a much more empowered place where um, the healthcare professionals, which I am one, um, partner with us, uh, respect our agency, and help us to heal ourselves integrating all forms of medicine and modalities, um, so that people actually can live more, what we call whole person living and, uh, have much more choice and consciousness around their mental, physical, emotional and spiritual and energetic health health. And one of the ways we see that happening is through our investments that Charlie mentioned, um, starting with meditation and mindfulness applications and platforms so that people start to go inward and um, take have their personal sovereignty and take um, responsibility for the life they're living versus just being programmed, conditioned <laughs> um, humans uh, running
1: around. Awesome. Okay. So interesting subject, especially in today's day and age.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And um okay, so how do we? I love it. Like I love. I think we should like pro choice. Like I think we should have our own decisions. We should be well informed. Unfortunately, I don't. We could probably all agree that's probably not the direction we're going. How can we make a change in informing properly and then letting people make their own decisions?
0: Um, well, I think again that starts with um uh, shutting off the external world and going into our internal world and really listening to our narratives, our beliefs our conditioning, our patterns, and deciding that they're, they're not really ours, uh, that they were conditioned into us, and, and what do we actually believe, and what do we actually know, like intuitive knowing, intrinsic wellness, um, the wisdom we have when we're quiet is the place to begin versus all the chaos chaos outside of us.
1: Okay. So though I feel like it's so, yeah, it's such a crazy, like I feel like most people and the the only thing I can think of is it's just easier to go along with the crowd. So, and I just think like there's so many like people I know that are very educated and don't seem to make educated decisions, but I I just don't, I don't understand. Like I can only guess that it's it's just easier to be like, okay, that's just, everyone's doing this. Let's do this. What, how, I, we need to bridge the cap, gap somehow. How can you get people to follow their intuition or at least use their own brains, their own minds, their own perspective instead of everything else that's going on?
0: Well, I I think that it starts simply by pausing, which COVID helped us to do, <laughs> but it starts with pausing. It actually starts with breath. Like we're unconscious breathers just becoming aware of our breath, being in nature, having quiet time. because there is an intuition and an insight and intrinsic um, wisdom inside of all of us that is soft and quiet. So we're not listening to it when we're running around in our chaos. So I think, you know, shutting, shutting out the external world and just reading or meditating or walking in nature helps us to get grounded and centered and more aware of our own, sense of self, because truthfully, um, if we're paying attention, we are, we do get the sensations, the feelings, the knowings when something is off. But like you said, you know, there's pressure from those around us to join in. But I also think the other piece is that the people who don't want to shift and give this up are actually the ones like white men who benefit from it. So there's that level. It's like, why would you give up? you, you have all the power.
1: Right. Okay. So for those, for those individuals that understand or could do some like breathing exercises outside of nature, that's, that's well and good. So how can we get people to make a change? Is it the education piece or is there a way to actually get them to help take action?
0: Well, I think, I don't know. I don't know if I'd call it education as much as I would call it awareness, like becoming more aware and, um, becoming less attached to what is, or what you think is, and, um, really trusting yourself and having the courage to speak up or to do something different or to not participate. And, um, you know, I think that that comes from, um, knowing ourselves more deeply, right? Really checking in with ourselves versus listening to what some news station or social media is telling us.
1: And how do we check in with ourselves? Well,
0: there's many different forms of check-ins. So there could just be breath, like I said, breath work, there's mindfulness practices, there's walking in nature, there's meditation practices, there's um, just sitting quietly with a cup of coffee in the morning before you start your day and really listening to what's, what's emerging from inside. And I think the other thing that's helpful is if you have support in your life, who you just listen. Because some people like to process out loud. They don't want to be fixed. They don't want you to tell them answers. You just talk out loud and you get clarity yourself.
1: And then, so those people that don't have that support, what would they do?
0: Like I said, there's lots of free applications and platforms. Insight Timer. Yeah, I mean, full disclosure, we are investors and I am a teacher on it. But those they have free, I don't know, Charlie knows the 60, number.
2: 60,000 free meditations.
0: 60,000.
2: 44 different languages. So it's available to anyone to be able to access.
0: And I also I also suggest, which Insight Timer also has, is music. Binaural beats can be really helpful. I find that with men. Just to sit and listen to binaural beats, it can get our brain into the flow state. And you can start to listen to yourself more deeply. So music can be helpful. Um, and just having awareness, like being present to the moment in your day.
1: Tell us about, I'm, I'm interested in tools, regardless of how, how, um, involved you are in the business. W- tell us about Insight Timer and how it can help our audience.
2: So Insight Timer is a global, um, platform where you can interact with 10,000 global mindfulness teachers, scientists, uh, spiritual leaders who, uh, offer content, as I said, in 40 different languages, 44 languages. Uh, it's a free platform and you can buy content if you want to, but there is no requirement to do so. Um, it is, you know, it's a downloadable app. It's a community of, you know, 18 million people, uh, who have downloaded and about 500,000 that use it every day. So you can sort of feel as though you're in community with other people who are on a journey. Uh, it, it provides, you know, increasingly it's, it's listening to its users and finding content that is specific to, you know, what might, what might help them given wherever that they are. Um, it's, uh, there are ways to meditate with other people on the platform. They have live events with teachers that are also free and, uh, and there's ways then to connect one-on-one with teachers. If you Want to do that, and you want to get that type of support, so it's uh, it's really a pat a, a platform that I'd say is you know supporting personal growth and transformation.
1: That's awesome. So you can do a live meditation with the teacher through the app.
2: Yep, correct. They have many of them every day.
1: Yeah, very cool. So is it mainly just meditation, or is there other modalities in there, like yoga, yoga, or? Yes, there's yeah. yoga,
2: there's meditation. There's yoga. Music. There's live. Yeah, I was going to say live music. Um, There's you know multiple different practices. There might be a gratitude practice. Somebody might be teaching about you know subtle energy or breath talking breathwork
0: practices.
2: Yeah, lots of different practices. You know, each of the different teachers comes onto the platform with their own unique teaching and their own unique experience, and then they offer that you know to the to the community. And um, so you know they each offer something different.
1: So we do have holistic practitioners that listen to this show. If there was a practitioner that wanted to teach a class, is that possible? Or how would they do that?
2: Yeah, you just go on the app. There's, you know, it's pretty easy to sign up. Uh, They have, you know, uh, probably, you know, hundreds of people that do that every uh, teachers that do that every week. Um, It's I think it's easiest to go to their website versus the app. If you're signing up as a teacher, I'm not sure you can do that on the app. But on the on the website, you can find out it's pretty easy You know, to sign up, Uh, your content is all yours. There's no contracts. If you ever want to take your content off, you can do that. Um, And you know, you can start to provide, you know, free content. You can start to do live. You then can then uh, they they provide an opportunity for people to donate to you. You can do courses, which you know you get a, a significant revenue share of. And as you you know get more people following you. They are also going to be able to sign up for like one-on-one sessions. You determine your own price, uh, and people can just sign up on the platform to have a session with you at a time that works for for both parties.
1: And it's on both platforms, like Android, Apple, yeah, and everything. Oh, yeah, awesome. I'm going to check it out. I'm excited. Yep. Yep. Very cool. I didn't I didn't know about it. So, Maureen, yeah. what do you teach on there?
0: Yeah, I teach on there. So I have free embodiment practices, and then I have one course right now called a course on conscious breathing. Um, and then I have another one coming up on boundaries and what I love about it is I get feedback, questions, comments from people all over the world. And so I can engage with them and, um, and I know that I'm, what I'm transmitting is having an impact. Um, so for any of your listeners who are, are holistic providers, um, it's a lot of fun. Check it out.
1: And you guys are both go, do you participate in other, in other classes on this, on this app as well?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of great teachers on there. Yeah. Like like Sharon Salzberg who is she she's the person who brought the loving kindness meditation to our country 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> um, you know, Tara Brock, Jack Kornfield, there's great teachers on there. As well as some... um, um
2: like Goldie Hahn. Goldie
0: Hahn, on, on there. She's done a lot of work with
2: mindfulness in schools. Giselle Bunchen. Goldie Hahn like the actress? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Giselle who's you know who's a model um she's got uh she's got content on there so there are you know there are some very very famous people like russell brand who are teachers on the platform and then there are just you know local uh therapists or mindfulness practitioners it's a platform that can serve um you know that can serve any t- any teacher that has a that has a message that wants to connect with people uh, online
1: what is the icon is it a bowl the white background? Yes. Yes. All right. I got it. I'm doing it right now. Let's get Uh some of our viewers. If you guys are listening, we got to get you downloading right now. Let's check it out. Insight timer. Cool. Okay. So when you guys are working with your message in other areas, what else can we go over to help our audience better understand how they can be more grounded and and more together and maybe make some better decisions as a whole in the future? Well,
0: I think one of the ways. Um, And you know, and it's this this work is messy, right? It's not; it's messy, and it takes courage. But I think one way is to kind of look around in your life and and see what's working for you and what isn't, and who in your life is supporting you and who isn't, and make some changes. I mean, there's this you know concept of what we, I call it the universal law of resonance, but like what we radiate out and what we're drawing back, and And to look at that, you know, what are we drawing into our life does kind of give us some information about what we're putting out there. And if you're not like, I mean, I remember many years ago, many, many years ago, early in my my twenties, I noticed I had a lot of victims around me and I'm like, why am I attracting all these victims? And I started to realize it was because, you know, I was a very competent, capable woman and I wasn't a victim. And so, um, you know, I was drawing in people who needed something for me and I was overgiving and I had to stop and the victims went away.
1: Yeah. That's a great point. I just, I feel like there's, there's so much, like there's so much, there's less accountability. Maybe like we don't, there's no accountability for our actions. Like it's always someone else's fault and never our fault. But if we could look from within a bit more and uh, mm-hmm. it's just like the, it's just like the energy of like attracting better people into your life that, and, and it's really interesting, right. like that whole victim mindset and i think it's unfortunately i think it's you know like the decisions we make now are like mm-hmm. aren't our what ha- you know what happens like regardless of what decision you make it's not our fault someone else's but no one else is there to take accountability so you're ju- we're just continually in this victim mindset and some people probably feel like there's no way to get out how can we get out besides is that the only way just to surround ourselves with more positive types of people
0: well i think it's what you said first we have to look at and see where you know if we're in victim, we have to take a good hard look at that. Like, what? It, why do I feel like I'm a victim, right? Um, and what choices am I making, and what can I do differently? And um, that's where we start to make the change. But you'll you'll probably recognize that this is where the conditioning comes in—that you were taught in some way to be a victim. Either it was modeled to you, or it's how you got attention or whatever. And when you start to give that up and say, no, I actually am quite capable. <laughs> I, I don't have to be a victim. Um, it doesn't mean it is, you know, it doesn't mean things aren't challenging and there aren't times where it's frustrating, but you have to go, well, what's my piece in that? What am I tolerating? What am I putting out? I, I remember a friend saying to me, you know, at this time when I was looking at this, she's like, you know, you you don't need very much. You're not very vulnerable. And I thought, oh my God, you know, like I need t- I don't need to be a victim, but I need to be vulnerable and I need to ask people to help me with what I need because I was coming across as so strong and capable that, you know, they couldn't feel that connection to me. So I started to shift that. I didn't become needy, but I did become more vulnerable and inclusive and allowing people to do more for me and, and that helped to
1: shift it too. You, you know what? I feel like, so it's that con- a conditioned response probably, you know, when people, you have those people that are always victims and you see them maybe in person, but probably online and they're always complaining about having, like having a rough day or, you know, but then that, and then all the people are like, oh, I, you know, I feel so sorry for you. Hope you have a better day. But th- then that conditioned response is like, oh, I got some attention. So the next day they do it again. <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly. and then you turn but then you turn into that pert you turn into that person that's always like always has an issue we all know them always got issue something <laughs> so for those individuals is there do you think there's a way to help them turn the corner and, and like, take some accountability and yeah. but they they all they so they have to have a different response then
2: because yeah. they want that response the right. a, a choice to be a victim i mean that's the first thing it is. It, you know? You, yeah, yeah.
0: But well, in some ways, but I, I think what, to answer what you're saying is um, it's, it's better for us who are not in victim mentality to respond to them by saying, Oh, that sounds hard. What do you need? Because it, you you acknowledge they're having a hard time, but you put it back on them and then they have to sit there and go, Oh yeah, it's up to me. Or you can say to them, that sounds really hard. I know you're capable. Is there anything you need to, from me to get through this? So again, you're encouraging them. You're acknowledge. you don't want to, you know, you want to acknowledge where they're at, but you also want to encourage them that they can do it. Right. And, and sometimes I'll say, you know, especially with our kids, I'll be like, well, that sounds really hard. Um, you know, I know you can do this. They're, they're, they're young adults. Um, I hope, you know, I know you can do this. I know you can figure it out. Is, did you just need to tell me about it? Or did you, you know, need something? Cause Every time you do that, you're giving it back to them.
1: So, well, that's interesting because in this case, I don't feel like they need anything except to complain. Right. right? So you but say, then, what can I do to help? And then yeah. I get no, like, no response. I like no yeah. answer. Nothing. So then, I just want to complain. about.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> then they have to sit with that and be like, oh, God, I'm just complaining. Yeah. You know, if enough people just say, well, what do you need? They're, they're stuck with, oh, feel sorry for myself. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what do you think they need? What do they need?
0: Well, they, Some people need attention. Like I said, some people just need to be heard, believe it or not, right. and acknowledge. And some people want you to fix it for them. But you have, that's where you have to say, I know you can do this. Um, and they, they may not know how to just talk about, you know, what's happening in life and what's good in life, they might think their only way to engage and connect is to complain.
1: Right. And we because- get, and we get, and we have to break that pattern, exactly. break the pattern yeah. of that takes some accountability. Is that what is yeah. that, you got to take some accountability for yourself? Like I'm in the situation. I can get right. myself out of the situation. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. I love that conversation. Um, we do, we are getting closer to wrapping things up here. Is there anything that you guys want to add that we can, talk about or end with
0: no i i think my only comment would be it begins within
1: okay <laughs> in silence it begins yeah. within okay so f- for our audience to help them understand like the solutions are are within you, yeah. you have to take some time meditate breathe in nature go find that message from within yes
2: Find community yes that support will support you to do that as well
1: yeah so are you guys involved with any other like this is a really cool app. I think I've seen it before. I don't know why I haven't gotten involved because I've, I've tried a, a few different meditation apps, but at any rate, is there any other cool, cool tools you guys can throw at us that you're involved in?
0: Yes. Happify. It's yeah. another great app. Um, Happify.com.
2: Happify health.
0: Help, oh, it's, they don't have Happify.com anymore.
2: Uh, well, you could find it, at Happify.
0: it. It started yeah. as a science of happiness and now it's moved into health, but um, they've got some great stuff and they've gamified stuff and they've made little cartoons. So it's, it's fun. It's about happiness, um, positive psychology and, and health. Um, the muse is a neurofeedback. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. The muse, it's neurofeedback.
1: I think That's I interviewed one. that girl. What's her name? The creator. Ariel. Yeah. I interviewed her. Yeah. yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. That's a fun one because you get feedback about it. Like if you're, if you're not sure you're meditating or you're getting into that flow state, you you actually get the feedback. Some people need that. Um, did you want to add?
2: Yeah. Uh, headspace is a tool mm-hmm. used by, uh, by a lot of people, uh, as a sort of introductory tool for mindfulness. Um, true love is a yeah. uh, Canadian company that's sort of revolutionary, revolutionizing gaming to a much more feminine approach. Uh, they have a, um, a, an AI companion that you can download. It's just called hashtag self care. Um, those i'm sure there are that's others a free that. app yeah yeah
1: awesome so just tell me real quick i gotta let you guys go but tell me what what was the driving force where you guys are like we want to get involved in helping people change their lives a bit
0: well my driving force is to dismantle the patriarchy <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm a, I, I just like came onto you know the planet i'm a change agent and so i you know i am passionate when i'm facilitating positive change for society
1: awesome are right, you guys then and is there any is i don't know if these links were included in any of your like if you want to share your website if you want to, people want to get a hold of you
2: what, what's the next step
0: so we have a website shiftit.com. i'm i'm on inside timer as you know um we're also both on linkedin
2: and uh the website for the bridge builders collaborative is bbcollaborative.com that's uh the letter b two letter b's uh, and I write a medium post about what's happening in the industry, um, that we serve. How often? Oh, uh, sometimes frequently and lately <laughs> not enough.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. So not once a week, just whenever
1: you get to it. Yeah, I was doing it once a week and it, I've,
2: you know, I've taken, uh, I've take, taken a little bit of time off, but, um, it's, it's periodic.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Um, that's fantastic. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate your, your time and, and interest and effort and what you guys are doing. We, we definitely could use more of that in this world. So I appreciate you guys coming on with us. Thank you for having Thanks us. Through.
2: It's our pleasure. All
1: right. That's going to wrap things up for this edition of exploring mind and body.